Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder, Trees and No Plots. I am your DM and host, as always, Adam Cookson. And I am joined by my lovely, wonderful co-hosts, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis and James Bunkle. Hello, you lot. Hello. Hello. Flo already rage quit. That's, that's oh, oh, I just, I'm just like, stop trying to butter us up, you dickhead. <laughs> Starting well, I see. Yeah. yeah. Don't mm. antagonise the DM. Don't antagonise Flo. <laughs> what are you gonna do though? I don't know. He's gonna, he's gonna drive to his house and punch him in the arm. <laughs> it's a long yeah. drive. Yeah. <laughs> Quite isolated. <laughs> I'm still on maternity leave. I can do it. <laughs> Just pile the kids in the car. <laughs> where, where, where are we going, mummy? Uh, uh, I've got to uh, handle some my business. business. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they will be reprising their roles as Tommy Hawkins, our gunslinger rogue, Sophia Landrin, our fighter cleric, and Rogar McLeod, our paladin sorcerer. And hey, I mean, last week, you guys did well. We live, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We did. But what did it cost? Huh. Um, I mean, let's have a look. Let's have a look. Uh, <laughs> let's yeah, let's wait. yeah. Yeah, so it's like it's like twenty twenty yeah, thirty hit points, I think. Yeah. Cough. Yeah. It was alright. It wasn't great. <laughs> I lost eighty four hit points. Wow, you guys. Just I mean that's all written over there. That's Ugh. that's what I've got left. I mean you, you to be fair, Rogar decided to well, he didn't decide. He, he he followed an idea to run down the hill, then he followed an idea to run back up the hill again. So like the grand old Duke of York, where we were actually fighting <laughs> and Sophia was dying. <laughs> could could you imagine if you'd have done this fight without going for the long rest first? Oh, oh my god. Well, yeah. we, we, we would have been small puddles on the floor whilst this light was still shining on us. <laughs> there was there was no chance. There we would have had no chance. <laughs> Would have been fun though. R- would it? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> for Coxon, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting though when you look over like the day or the couple of days events here and think what 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 role saved you guys more than anything else? Like, is it deciding to go for the long rest? Is it taking out Father Eli first and going down that route? Is it so many of you saving from uh, Mayor Bertrand's curse? It stopped mm. you all from having permanent disadvantage. I mean, there's lots of little moments here that when they add up, you guys just eked out a victory, but could have been a, a hell of a lot worse. I mean, the dice weren't... I, can, I can't say the dice were completely on our side because we all had some abysmal rolls. But yeah, by and large, we, we did luck it. No, I used a lot of luck and I still lost six points of wisdom and I have permanent disadvantage. <laughs> So, aside from that, <laughs> but you're still alive, which was quite with three hit go. points, dude. I, I was, I was gonna say, what's the, what's, I mean, three hit points. You're, you're kind of, you're kind of on like your last legs here. Yeah. Okay. It's all right. <laughs> no, she, she's not down. She's not taking death saving throws. She's fine. Doesn't, three, doesn't my spells, my healing spells, count on my wisdom as well? Yes. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> you'll, get, you'll get your boosters from that. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If your ability score modifier would be impacting them, and now it's a minus one, then yes. Yeah. Spark, <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. Sparkcasting modifier is not great at the moment. But, but you know, you are still alive. And and be, being in, in, in 5e, being at one hit point versus being at full hit points actually makes very little difference. Hmm, true. So, hmm. I mean, admittedly, you can take less hits. But that's it. <laughs> Fewer. Uh, less damage. Okay. That was just me being being being, being very pedantic, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is this is what I have to part with, guys. <laughs> 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 this is why you paid me for the sock to go after you. Yep. Shh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean let's 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 recap, because last week was just the fight against the color out of space, and it was I think probably one of our most epic encounters to kind of put a label to it. I mean, I think it's the biggest fight we've had in a long time against like a single horrifying entity. Yeah, and it's one of those one of those ones like we've had a few before where we're fighting something that really disadvantages us as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the to the point that a good few of our competence were Useless. completely ineffectual. Yeah, which is um, yeah. which is not something we're used to. Um, which is which made us think outside the box a bit. Mm-hmm. I had to test your limits, get your yeah. get the old brain cells rubbing together. <laughs> yeah. Which, um, yeah, yeah, which is hard enough for us as players, let alone as characters who um, <laughs> have very few brain cells to rub together. Uh, and yeah, the question: what what did it cost? Well, Rogar is now infected with the gray. Sophia is down a lot of wisdom and down a hell of a lot of health. She lost her black bear. Her hyena is pretty wounded. Lucius and R4, well, they're okay, mostly. I mean, R4 took a bit of wisdom damage as well, so he's not not uh, quite as good as he started the fight, but he's not near death, at least. And Tommy cost you a little bit of health, but, well, who knows? Maybe it's cost you something more than that, as you now sit there in a ashen-white field, clutching the ceremonial dagger of Baal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's one of these one of these spare of the moment decisions, isn't it? You kind of go, well, if I don't use it, there's a good chance we die, mm-hmm. or at least one of us does. If I use it, we might still die. But it turns out that the ceremonial dagger was the thing that killed it. So. Was indeed. And who knows? I mean, Sophia looking so damaged, maybe she'd have uh, turned to some devils for some help. <laughs> maybe on one more round. No, never. You say that now. I, I yeah, said really, that about yeah, the dragon. <laughs> I mean, you could always sell something to get some of that wisdom back. Oh. <laughs> not funny. I was saying you think outside the box. At what cost, though? I mean, you're gonna you you you're 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 gonna gonna talk to the devils to get your favor of Kalembo abilities back. I mean. <laughs> Can't see that yeah. flying too well with um no. with Mister Lord of the Dead up there. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Well, they're not undead. Well, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't hate them as much as he hates some stuff, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a sliding scale of how much he hates other things. But I, I mean, you're not exactly in his best books at the moment. All right, okay, stop picking oh, on me. I'm not sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. Are we now? Are we? Are we? Are we moving? Well, let, let's set the scene here. So, yes, the color of space was defeated. It's 
basically exploded and this entire hill it was gray and kind of drained of color before but now this initial impact zone this whole field jericho's house is a farming area his garden and all that it's just like completely white and i mean rogar you were at ground zero all of you got knocked to your basically to your backs and as you're starting to come around i mean rogar's probably the least hurt so in one sense i think he's probably getting up first and as you look around you can see sophia her giant hyena whose name i forget that's uh what's the name of the hyena again shenzi shenzi that's it yeah and shenzi is kind of like stood protectively near you as you can kind of see as i described last week sophia's got quite a haunted look in her eyes and just this i don't know whether terror is the right word but we'll get to sophia in a moment and you can also see tommy just pushed back up to his knees holding a dagger in his hand, just sort of staring at it. And that's where we are going to come back in. So before any of you take any actions, Sophia, you've still got the Grave Tender's ashes on your eyes at the moment, so you can still see things that others cannot. And as you're kind of trying to pull yourself back together after going through such a an ordeal of having your mind torn apart by this creature, a sort of attack that you've never faced before and you would hope never to face again. You look at the gray that's spread over a good chunk of your body now and those fissures that have started to open up in your flesh, like like a statue that started to crack. And you see all those little streams of light, those that you noticed on everyone who was infected was kind of being drawn towards the entity. Mm-hmm. That's how it was feeding. You watch as they loop around and bury themselves into your body. They're going back in? Inside you, yeah. Um, am I less grey now? No. Oh. If anything, it's going to look worse, isn't it? Dookie. I mean, as you guys are kind of pulling yourself together, Lucius was stood a bit further back, so he'd also be up on his feet. He'll kind of shout out, Everyone, are you all alive? Are you all okay? I was say, like, uh, I think will be like, Yeah, yeah, fine, um... Everybody else ain't looking too great, but I'm cool. Help! I, I, I was going to say, I'll head over towards Sophia. <laughs> uh, Tommy's going to um, still be looking at the dagger in his hand, twisting it over back and forth. I'm going to try and um, put it back in my bag of holding for now. Kind of um, dust my hand off on my on my coat and be like, uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I'm all right. Not too bad. Uh you guys are all right? Sophia? Oh, shit, yeah, Sophia. And I'm going to kind of um, do a kind of jog over to where she's probably still lying as Rogar's, Rogar's just pulling her back up again. Oh, four, mate, you all right? I'd say, as I pull her up, I'll use a bit of a lay on hands. Uh, but can I, can I, like, I don't know. I wonder if, could I repeat the prayer that I used when I became, like, a, when I, took my oath under the Whispering Man um, as, I, as I'm doing it. Yeah, you certainly can. Yeah, I'll heal up for 20 points, but I just want to see if these words have any sort of meaning or effect as I do it. If she can even understand it, of course. Are you taking the ones when you took your uh, Oath of Conquest? Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. Remind myself what that oath actually says. That's exactly what I'm trying to do as well. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I do it probably not because you can't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Um, so the tenets of conquest that you would be reciting to Sophia are to douse the flame of hope, to rule with an iron fist, and that strength is above all, is what you say as you heal her. Boom. And how much are you healing her for? Uh, 20 hit points. 20. So there you go, Sophia. Stabilized. But how do I react to those words? Uh, it's up to you. Does my amulet do anything? My necklace? Uh, at the moment, no, no, doesn't seem to react in any particular way. And I don't know those words are sacred, so I'll be like, "Yeah, whatever, dude, thanks." Just really Rogar being Rogar. Yeah, exactly. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm I'm feeling a bit dim at the moment. Have you got anything you can do about that? Um, quite quite possibly, I believe, and um, just uh, well, I'll I'll just have to double check something. And I'm going to pull out the book. Oh, no, dude, I'm fine. You, I'm you've fine. asked, I'm you've asked, and the book's already coming out. <laughs> <laughs> you've asked. You don't have to... Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm pulling out the book. Okay. I can't stop you. So what are you, what are you looking up in the book? Um, I... I well, to be fair, I don't really want. I, I'm not. I'm not so much doing it in terms of I want to look something up in the book. I want to see okay. if Sophia reads the book. Ah, okay. Can I read the book? No, I'm shielding my eyes. <laughs> you said you're feeling a bit dim, and you don't know the book's bad. Technically, do I not? Um, she well, she she knows the book's bad in the sense that we all know the book's bad. I mean, it's kind of bound in flayed skin. It doesn't exactly look the nicest a collection of. Well, books. you know. Um. But I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, the, the book itself gives off quite uh, an evil aura. I mean, just to be near it, it's kind of a slightly nauseating sensation. Um, you can read it if you wish to. That's up to you. I'm going to, as soon as he starts pulling the book away, I'm still prone, so I'm going to just start rolling away from it. <laughs> <laughs> to get away from the that's book. That's a little bit of a strange reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, Rogues, just put the fucking book away, mate. Um, let's You're just gonna take go down it. the hill, just like just keep rolling strange, down the hill. Like strange people. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so we've just did it. Sophia's just rolling down the hill, and Rogar's trying to chase after her, like showing a book. Come back. Well, I'm not. She didn't choose to read the book. It doesn't mean okay. I'm going to run after just her with it. She just didn't choose to read it. <laughs> and I'm guessing and- I was too engulfed in light to be able to see Tommy use that knife. Um, you would have been, actually, because you spent most yeah. of the fight like blind or inside the creature, so I would yeah. say you wouldn't I'm really pick notice. it up in the heat. No, I'm not going to notice anything. Would, would, would I have noticed he used the dagger? Um, I did describe it going right past your head at one point. Yeah, so you did. You wouldn't, yeah. have got, you wouldn't have got like a, a pinpoint look at exactly what it was, but Tommy did something that wasn't a gunshot. Okay, so I, I might just I'm just going to ask you point blank. So, uh, yeah, I didn't kill it because, well, my sword isn't glowing. So, what exactly did you do? Because you definitely didn't fire a gun. Oh, I loved the knife. It just killed it. Just, just, you randomly had a knife. You know I've got a knife. What, the one that was attracted to blood knife? Yes, the one that was attracted to blood. Dane Lucius will be coming over as well. What sort of knife is this? My arrows had no effect, either from my bow or my bombs. Nothing seemed to hurt this creature. I don't know. I was chucking everything at it, but it's this um, 
this knife that I found. Uh, any any chance I can have a look at it? I think you already have, haven't you? But you can have another look if you want. I actually don't think you showed it to Rogar. Yeah, why not? You I showed it to me. I yeah, it to I Sophia. don't have seen it. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. So I'm going to um, I'll get it out of the bag. I kind of I'm not going to prof proffer it to him to give it to him. But I'm going to hold it up so he can see it in my hand. And it's very clearly a dagger with ball symbol on it. Yeah, Still glowing faintly red from the eyes. Could I do like? Well, I don't suppose it is it an arcana check I'll be able to do on it, or uh, what? What do you have to look out? Just what the dagger is, or what it does? Bit about well, yeah, kind of. I want to. Yeah, I just want to. I want to know as much as I can about it. Basically, what it does, perhaps what it is, because I already, because I kind of Rogar kind of suspected Tommy is a ball spawn anyway. <laughs> hmm. Um, well, I do an arcana check to give yourself a general idea of what this might do. An 18. An 18? I mean, from seeing how it flew past you and seeing how it's still faintly glowing, I'd say it's clearly a magical dagger. Um, Rogar would know enough about weapons in general to look at it and think it looks kind of frail for a dagger, but that didn't seem to stop this thing doing a enough damage to kill the creature. and. I think everyone here, everyone who was part of this fight, knows that this creature was only really taking damage from divine sources. So there is clearly some divine link in this dagger. Okay. So I'm just going to be like, <laughs> so you're definitely a ball spawn then, Tommy, yeah? Just, just, I, I don't fucking know. I think that... that um... pretty, pretty, pretty much sealed it there, bro. It's a magical dagger that does divine damage and has a symbol of ball on it. You can't. You kind of put yourself in a pigeonhole here. <laughs> well, I don't know, mate. It's as far as a, those religion ta- religious types, no. <laughs> I know fuck all about religion, mate. It's just just a dagger in it, and I'm pretty sure it's just that guy who's um, been messing with me since I got back to Varadin. Where did you get it, Tommy? Did it just appear in this fight, or have you held it for a while? I've had it for a while. Some kid came up to me, gave it to me, wrapped up. We've I've had some dealings with some follower of Baal recently and I thought it was just a kind of him mocking me a bit so I shoved it in my pack anyway I don't know when we got into this fight it just kind of we were chucking everything at it weren't we so I thought you know give it a punt lob it and turns out it did some damage give it a punt and lob it it's what was it no I know, I know what you, I know what you're saying, but it, you know, we're pretty certain that only a certain type of damage affected this creature. Only, a, only certain magic hurt this creature. Well, we did, we didn't know what were it, did we? That's why I was chucking everything at it. That's why I, Ring of the Rammed it. That fucked it up a bit. And I tried shooting it. I tried stabbing it with all my not all my other weapons. And then it was like, well, what have I got left? This dagger. Well, it doesn't mean anything to me, does it? So lob it, and it seemed to work. And Tommy, as you're kind of holding the dagger and kind of going back and forth with Rogar and Lucius, um, you do feel it's just this dagger has a weight to it. Holding it is difficult, both in the sense of holding it up and not just letting it go and react to your thoughts. There's something about this dagger that just feels 
hungry. And it's that same feeling you had when you were in that demonic ritual room where blood was just abundant and like painted all over the walls and floor and the dagger was hungering for something. And you're sort of holding it right now to show it to Rogar, but it's almost like you're pointing it at Rogar before you even realize what you're doing and kind of catch yourself. You're kind of holding it in the same way as when you let it fly at the color out of space. So realizing that, I'm going to sort of quickly just put it back away in my bag of holding again. Because, yeah, because it it doesn't feel right holding it. Or it it feels too right. One or the other. Hmm. Um, So I'm just going to, yeah, sort of fairly quickly put it back away and go, look, it seemed to work. So it's got some power, but whether that's because I'm using it, like you seem to think, or whether it's just that the dagger's been enchanted by some follower of fucking bar years ago. I don't know. I don't know anything about this religious bollocks. But anyway, enough about me. Sophia's obviously hurt, and it looks like she's been hurt more than just physically, if you get what I mean. She's... It's not just the grave. She's looking like she's missing something. Lucius, you... Lucius, you... You work... Well, you're friends with a a wizard, aren't you? Uh, I am, yes. Do you think is there if, if will we be able to see him? Would he do you reckon he could help Sophia? Do you know anyone who might? He did say that if I was to encounter you all that I was to bring you to him, yes. That was my plan, once we had resolved matters here. But and he kinda looks at all of you and looks at the ground and goes So far you have been rather reticent to leave. I assumed it was this creature's effect on these Latins. Unfortunately, and I'm going to do an arcana check for Lucius, just to see how much he knows about things. Fifteen. I I have read in my studies about creatures powerful enough to affect the lands around them. Normally, with the deaths of such creatures, those effects fade, but they take time. Sometimes merely a day, sometimes it could be weeks. Um, it's like they say, whenever you... You know a vampire is nearby because there are wolves howling and bats that are aggressive in the local forests and things like that. This creature's blight of Bloodholm and the surrounding hillside, hopefully, with its death, it will put an end to it. But we may not be able to leave until it fades entirely. So you think we're going to be stuck here for some for a while? Those of you who are infected, which, and he kind of looks at Rogar now as the grey starting to spread across his armour and goes... It actually appears that only I am not infected. This is, well, unfortunate, but at least I could freely go. This is difficult, but you said you had people waiting for you as well? Yeah, that's what I was about, I was going to say. So we got we rescued some people from Varadin when it all went tits up, and they're, they're waiting um, just under a day's um, walk from here, uh, camped up. Very little supplies, and we were trying to get them back, get some supplies, and get some horses and carriages to move them on. And if we're going to be stuck here for a while, they—I mean—they've got some some good people with them, some guards, some people with a better house, but it's too many civilians. And they're not going to going to know what to do. Do you reckon you could get word to them? Lucia sort of nods and goes, "Well." If I can leave freely, 
What might make sense is you wanted horses, correct? That's why you came here? Yeah. We can speak to Tessa, see if she knows of any that are still alive. I could bring them to your people. Where exactly is it that they're staying? You said a town nearby? Um, um, I think it had a name. I don't know. Do we, do, we, do we have a map of the area? I could kind of point to him on the map or something, or I can just kind of describe... Uh, it's called where... Millshire, was the... Uh, Mil- was, uh, that's right, yeah, yeah thanks. Uh, yeah, it's just, just by uh, Millshire. Um, the residents of Millshire got... Um, oh, shit. Sending you on your own might not be a great idea. And I'll, um, I'll fill him in on the... Um, on the attacks on the village. He knows. Yes, I appreciate the concern, but with uh, if there are some good horses, I should be able to make pace. And I have handled gnolls and such creatures before. At the very least, if there is too much to handle, I can lay low or just try to pace them. Milshire, I am vaguely familiar with. As I say, I've, I, used to, I grew up in Bloodholm, so this area is at least... Reasonably familiar to me. I can make my way there as quickly as possible. Well, that'd be great, yeah. If you can, I guess, let them know who we are. I don't think there's much else we can do. We don't really want them to come here because they'll get the blight as well. Even if it's um, only for a short while, some of the more frail civilians might get badly injured by it. Yes, that that makes sense to me. I'll tell them to hold up there with the horses and if I can get any carriages as well, perhaps... They can spend the next three days gathering their own supplies and getting ready to leave when you return. I think I mentioned before my my master, Oswald, he is probably less than a day from Bloodholm. We can travel there first and then meet back up with the rest of your group, if that sounds acceptable. I kind of look to the others to see, well, I look to Rogar to see what he thinks. I'm kind of wondering if Sophia is going to get up from her roll down the hill and come back up and meet us in a minute. Probably not. No, I think this is acceptable. Yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, I guess so. We've got nothing else to do, really. Um, maybe we should check on some of these people that were the husks. The ones that Rogaga didn't kill? Yeah. If they're still there, I'm going to wipe them out. Really? I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to, probably not going to join you, but I'm probably not going to stop you either. <laughs> good times, good times. So you guys are going to head back down via checking on the uh, <laughs> what was left of the cultists? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I, there, there might be... I was thinking there might be some info that some of them might have if they're, if they're able to converse now, or they might have been completely drained of everything they are, in which case, good to know as well. Nah, Daddy needs a new skin suit. <laughs> You're going to fit it over your armour? <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> All right. Well, as you kind of head back down the hill and group up with Sophia, who's rolling around in the ash, um, you do see that the congregation, those who had gone over to Eli and then had been stood around the uh, hill, they are basically nothing more than dust. You see the odd like body part that is still a bit like how you have a sand sculpture that until you touch it, it won't fall apart. Mm-hmm. So you see bits and pieces like that. They have been completely devoured. Whether it was in the creature's last moments to sustain itself or whether they were just too far gone to exist without the creature being connected to them in some way, you don't know. But they, they are gone. But there is at least hope now that if the effect here could fade, perhaps the people left in the town might be able to recover, at least if you can find out what breaks the grey from yourselves. If we walk past any of these people that, you know, as you described, 
I, I want to punch one and start singing another one bites the dust. <laughs> <laughs> you found a, a good solid statue and uh, give it a quick hook. <laughs> this 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 um this statue of a poor eight year old boy just <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Just saying they were real people once. They were. <laughs> well they're not now. <laughs> I'm gonna be muttering pears under my breath, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Clever bless you. Clever bless you. Clever bless you. And then also thinking like Hmm, would this be like the grave tender's ashes and I could just scoop them up and put them on my face? <laughs> well, if I you say that out loud, I'm going I'm to suggest Rogar gives it a try. No, I'm not going to say that out loud because I know okay. he would try it. Well, as he, it, might, it might work and it might not, but it, but Rogar still have like people's ashes across his face, which I think would look quite cool. <laughs> you do like the um, rugby American football ones you know, just underneath the eyes. <laughs> people's ashes. No. Okay. Are you talk, talking of your grave tender? Well, talk your grave tender's ashes. Sophie, mm. Are you seeing anything weird with them? Am I? Um, the only thing you notice is that similar to yourself, when you looked at the grey on your own body, those little strands of light have disappeared on everyone else. But as you saw them kind of enter your own flesh, you're not entirely certain if that's a good thing. Oh, so the light from everybody else was going into me? No, no, they've gone into themselves. Oh, okay. Those, right. those, uh, those little eye bug things. Is that right? No, this is like little strands of light that was being drawn towards the creature because it was okay. feeding on you all. Yeah, yeah. Now it's just, it's like it's gone inside you all. And I mean, Sophia hasn't really ex- described this to you yet. So. I'm going to try and describe that. But I so mean... it was feeding on the light inside of us. And now the light inside of us has gone back in. Yeah. Why don't I you mean, all do me an arcana check? I was going to rub some on Tommy to see if he can see what I mean. Uh, it's a 16 from Lucius. I don't know where everyone else is getting. Oh, 22. A, tw- a natural 20 from Tom. <laughs> Bloody hell. Okay. 17. 17. Well, between all of you kind of talking this out a little bit, you come to the conclusion that you don't feel any better. The grey hasn't disappeared. And before... How the creature fed on people, it infected the land, it infected them, and that infection was a um, a mark that it could feed upon you. And this creature wasn't normal by any stretch of the imagination. It was truly alien to you all. And just because it's gone, that doesn't mean parts of it could not live on in one way or another. And this whole area was an extension of itself. Those of you infected by the Grey, while the Grey lasts... You're essentially feeding on yourselves. The infection is tearing from you from the inside. And if you don't get it cured, it's just going to continue as it would. Fantastic. So how the the fuck are we going to get this thing cured then? There's no one left alive in this town and we can't fucking leave the the joint. What are we going to do? And Lucius all kind of showing off. My only hope is that Oswald can figure something out. You have already tried divine magics. Perhaps the arcane can help us. Why don't you get him and bring him here? We can't leave. Um, he kind of kicks the ash on the ground a little bit and sort of looks away. He goes, um, Oswald is a, he is a peculiar man. The only reason he keeps me on uh, retainer is because he does not like to leave his tower. He's um, 
I guess you may say almost agoraphobic to a degree. He never goes outside. Um, I don't exactly know why. He's never been uh, too free with that information, but he will not come to us. I know this for certain. We can't get to him. Not until this grey dissipates from the land, at least, it seems. Once the creature's effect here is gone, I don't see why you would be bound to it. Can, can I... I've, I know I've already done it, but I was wondering if I could look in the book again to see if there was any more about a possible cure for this. I know it mentioned the grey, but I don't know if I'd look for something a bit more specific. I might understand a little bit more about how we can cure ourselves. Well, we didn't know it was called the light bar and the stars or whatever it's called. Colour out of space. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Maybe you mm. could look at the book for that, now that we know its name. Um, well, it didn't exactly tell you its name. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say you wouldn't really find anything more than what you already had looking at the right, book. Okay. You already kind of looked up what the grey was and how it was fe- and that it was a, a process of feeding for this creature. There wasn't anything in there that you could see around curing it. But... As um, Lucius is saying, like you've tried to treat it as a disease, but maybe it's not quite a disease. I'm guessing if we set fire to the old fucking place, that's not going to get rid of it either. And then I think you'll be stuck sat here on a pile of ashes. Can't burn it out of the ground. I mean, I do not know, perhaps, but I suppose it depends how deep this has run into the soil. How would you destroy everything? I don't know, how, far, how deep were you, Rogar, when you ju- jumped into the pit? Well, pretty darn far, wasn't it? It was like... Yeah, it was like 30, 40 feet. You yeah. down. Yeah. If any of us have got anything quite that powerful. No one's carrying around a tactical nuke, are they? <laughs> no, not quite. But... Shame. I kind of want to jump back in the hole. Send the lights down the hole and see if it could illuminate something. You're going to go run back up the hill and go check out what was in the hole. <laughs> I mean, you could do. You can do. I might, um, while, while you do that... Assumed, we kind of just assumed it was empty. Well, while you do that, I might go and have a wander around um, Jericho's gaff. See what I can see in there. What time is it? Uh, it was like 2am. We, 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 we've already had our long rest, haven't we? Effectively. I don't particularly want another long rest until we've done something. Maybe if we, have a, maybe if we, if we just pause here, have a short rest... Roll well, some I mean, hit dice, and and then and then we'll wander back up just in case we we um encounter anything else. I mean, knowing our luck, oh, we're going to get a couple of giants wandering out of the clearings and come and smack us around. So, what do you guys think? I mean, Rogar's not going to get much from a short rest, but he doesn't need much, does he? I, mean, I don't he need needs it. spell no. slots back, but apart from that, he's 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 healthy. I don't really need it, but Sophia, you're bloodied. Yeah, and do be careful of your uh, hit dice, because remember, you only got half back from your long rest. And you used a lot yesterday after the mayor mm-hmm. fight, so we don't know how many you've got left. Yeah, as I say, I did, I, I'm perfectly fine. I didn't really use, I've got all my hit dice, but I don't need to use any. So I'm just... I'm quite happy to, you know, crack on if you guys want to take it, because you guys could take a short rest at, you know... Um... All right, why don't, we, why, don't we, why don't we head back up the hill? Rogar, you go explore the, the whole... I'm going to um, I'm going to wander around Father Eli, not Father Jericho's house, and inside Jericho's house, um, Sophia can take a short rest. All right, yeah, sound good. Yeah, yeah, sounds like a plan. All right, cool. Okay, so 
you guys go to explore Joker's house, Sophia and uh, Tommy. Um, Joker's house, I mean, it's before it was completely uh, gray and now mostly white, would have been quite a nice uh, large home, to be honest with you. It's um, pretty well stocked. It's clear that whoever was the executioner in this town, like over time, had quite a nice setup up here. Um, obviously, with its own little bit of farmland, its own nice garden, things to tend crops and stuff like that. And the house was kind of like a big farmer's house, the sort of thing you'd expect to see with that kind of land. Um, you don't find anything in there overly interesting, other than it seems pretty abandoned. You get the impression that Jericho hadn't really spent any time here since his uh, transformation. I guess he's been, he was uh, trailing around after Father Eli. Seems to be, seems to be not exactly acting like um a sentient being anymore really so nothing nothing in it no, nothing in there then no 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 clues or anything or anything else useful uh no it just it it seems like i mean one point in time this house tells you the story that he was just a normal man he, he had lived his life up here he uh existed and was happy until this entity descended so i mean you can short rest in there if that's what you're planning to do as well yeah, yeah that makes before sense. we short rest, I'm going to use my second wind, then short rest, and then get that back. Okay, cool. So you rest up in this, uh, the remnants of this man's life. Actually, it's a good shout. Actually, I'll, I'll use my second wind also and get it back because that's a good idea. And Rogar, so are you going down the hole? Yeah. Uh, how are you getting down there? Um, I will use the wand of featherfall. Oh, there you go. So you uh, tap yourself with the Wand of Featherfall and jump down the uh, 40-foot drop into a, a large cavern. The cavern is pretty unremarkable. It okay. is um, basically just a large open area that you can actually see the crater, like the the impact spot, smash through the ground and then impacted into this crater below it. And you can see like burnt dirt and the gray continues down here as well. Like this whole area is infected. And this creature was clearly using this as just like a, a place to exist and feed and grow stronger within. And I'll say this: um, do me a do me a nature check. No, not my strong suit, but a nine. Nine. You don't gain too much insight from seeing this where this place uh, made its home, but it was clearly biding its time down here and growing stronger. Okay. But I don't see any kind of any remnants of it or any other creatures that may have been aiding it. Uh, you certainly don't see any other creatures. This thing was acting seemingly by itself. One thing you will notice is whatever made the impact is odd by its absence. As in, you don't see anything that hit, and this creature itself was made of light. So you don't know whether... Jericho or Eli took whatever landed, or whether it simply dissolved into the ground. You're not certain. Hmm. Well, we haven't been to um, Eli's house. That's what I was about to say it makes me think we've got to go to Eli's house. Sounds sounds like a good idea. Um, I assume I have to climb out of the hole. Uh, you will have to climb out of the hole. Which, yeah. if we want to save you rolling and failing over and over again, I'll say it can take a few hours to get. <laughs> Out of the hole because it's not fucking easy. <laughs> or you can summon Dwayne if you've got any spell slots left. I don't have any second level spell slots left. Ah. Uh, otherwise, I would have used him. <laughs> can I? Um, yeah. Can I? Can I? I've got some rope. I can chuck down. Give, give when you out. take forever to get back up, we'll be like, "Oh, 
after our hour long. We're like, surely he should be here by now. Okay, let's go and find him then. Yeah, and then I'll 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 see him trying to clamber up and lob some rope down. And hopefully, give him a bit of bit of help, speed him up a little bit. Yeah. So uh, the guys come over after their hour short rest and Rogar being trapped down the hole. Um, <laughs> you do eventually get out there, and so you're going back to the town. What do you want to do about um, going to get the horses? Are you going straight to Eli, or are you what? What's the plan? What's the order of operations? Well, let's let's go report to Tessa, tell us things things are safe, um, and get get a location for the horses, and then and then she also might be able to tell us where Father Eli's house was. I don't think we actually know, do we? Um, you've not been there, no. So I mean, no. Lucius actually knows where it is because he went to oh, see. He... he went to the temple. Yeah, okay. he went to the new church. Uh, so well, we 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 can ask Lucius on the way where where it is, but I think it makes sense to let Tessa know that she's safe and. Um, and then get get Lucius started on the um, job of getting the horses for us. While we then, and he can do that while we're going off to sure to Eli's. Makes yeah. sense, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, yeah. So we'll, we'll go find Tessa and and her crew. Okay. So you uh, you head back to Bloodhome and you wake Tessa up in the middle of the night as she uh, comes to the door and is happy to see you all still alive at the very least because she at least assumes that's good news, and uh, you fill her in on what happened. She's pretty relieved that what caused all of this has been seemingly destroyed, but is as worried as you all are that the Grey itself hasn't exactly faded with this creature's demise. Though, again, Lucius tries to assure her that, as far as he's aware, with creatures that affect the land like this, it should fade. He just doesn't know how long it's going to take. Um... She is aware of some horses, thankfully, ah. to uh, let you all know that. She says, well, and she sort of uh, explains to you all kind of, well, we couldn't have got them while the congregation was still controlling the town. But is, as you say, if they're all gone, then there's nothing stopping us from going to grab them. There should be some carriages and wagons there as well that could help you all. Frankly, I don't see why you can take them as our thanks for all you've done here. Ah, oh, thank you very much, Tessa. Um, Lucius, do you think you could um, you could manage that if I uh, if I lend you R four to to help sort the wagons out? He nods and goes, "Do you want me to set off straight for Middleshire, or shall we reconvene before I leave?" Let's reconvene before you leave, just in case we learn anything. Uh, Eli's that makes us change tact. Okay. I will gather the horses, the wagons, everything we can, and I will meet you at the East Gate in, let's say, an hour. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, off, or off you go, mate. Will do, Father. Gives you a little salute. And uh, those two head off. I mean, Tessa doesn't need to go with you guys unless you were desperately wanted to come along. Not particularly. Uh, no. Mostly just, 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 just to let her know, and, and we've, we've got started now on our original goal when arriving <laughs> into Bloodholm now. So that's that's nice. We're actually um, another tick box on a quest there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you guys head over to where Lucius will have just described how to get to the, uh, the Church of the Fallen Star. And it's a pretty drab building from the outside. He's Father Eli had clearly taken over just like a large um, 
establishment of some sort. Maybe it used to be a tavern or something, and he's kind of opened it up and made it more church-like inside. And with none of the congregation here to stop you, there's no effort on getting in. And as you open the door, one thing you do notice over the entrance archway, there is something written in a language only one of you understands. I wonder who that might be. Yeah. Rogar, you look at this strange script and there's something terrifyingly familiar about it. So much so that when your eyes focus on it, it kind of hurts to read. And it reminds you of some of the, the passages you see in your own phonotic manuscripts, the ones that are never the easiest to read, even with your blessing. Yep. Uh, but you see, it translates to Under the Radiance of the Black Stars, just written over the archway as you enter. Um, I guess we're all going in. Um, I mean, it depends if you guys have asked me to tell you what it says or not. Uh, I, I, I guess I probably will, and at the same time, we're like, why is it never written in dwarfish? I can speak <laughs> bloody dwarfish. <laughs> well, I mean, but you can't even read common, so. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> Sophia. Hey, I'm feeling a little bit better. All right. Just, just, just let, let let me remind you how I sent my faithful. Oh, I know. I was going to go say thank R4. you to R4, but R4 in to risk his own life I would have done myself but I was a bit too far away and this is the thanks I get kind of didn't you like dive into a bush oh yeah because that was a smart move at the time <laughs> everyone ran away at one point true that's very true <laughs> Rogar on purpose I did as I was told <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's one of the few times you've listened to me, Rogar, so... <laughs> Didn't work out well, though, did it? <laughs> no. Now we're going to do that again. <laughs> well, I mean, it did not not work out. I mean, we don't know. It could have been a, it could have been the thing that, that got us through, because killing those two or three... How many did you kill? One. Ah, killing that one, <laughs> rather, than, rather than the link that's, that's severed, that allowed us to actually do damage to it. Yeah, totes. Let's just let's just say that was that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that person did not die in vain, like the rest of the people up there did. <laughs> well, if nobody's going to ask me, I'm not I, going I, to tell. I know. I, I did ask you. I said. I, I said. I wish it was written in dwarfish. Okay. Um, I, I'm just going to say that there's a chance that you guys, especially you, Sophia, won't really be welcome in here. Whereas, I think I will be. Just, just, you know, if you want me to go in and check it out, I'm more than happy to do so. And, you know, you guys don't have to take the risk. Oh, uh, wonderful. Uh, I'm, I've, I think I'm going to go in, but it's up to you, Sophia. I mean, I'm going to watch you guys cross the threshold and then I'll be like, see what happens to you guys. Well, well I'll go in first, if you wish. Yes, I'll, and I'll, and I'll, I'll follow behind. Largely because I, I trust you in most senses, but when it comes to religion, I don't even slightly trust you, Rogar. No offence. So, as we're entering a place of religion, I'm thinking, yeah, I kind of want to know what's going on. I, I mean, that, You're going to no. tell him to his face that you don't trust his religion, do you? 
Oh, well, uh, no, no, that, that's why I was speaking as Matt, not as Tommy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. H- hence why I wasn't putting on a bad London accent. At that point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you guys are going again. Yeah. 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 And Sophia, you can decide if, if we if we take damage or something, that whether you yeah. want to follow or not. Yeah. Okay. So you uh, cross the threshold and you go inside the uh, Church of the Fallen Star and... It looks pretty simple inside in terms of uh, furnishings. It's not like a grand church. This thing's only existed for just under a month. Father Eli clearly kind of converted a building that was already here. He didn't build something new. You can see that pews have been set up. There's a little altar at the front, but it's it's very ramshackle and kind of thrown together. But what is impressive to see is every bit of the church, all over the floor, over the pews, up the walls and to the ceiling is covered in one single mural. You can see all on the floor and most of the way up the walls and then slightly on the ceiling, it's been covered in these like swirls of bright colors, pinks, blues, purples, reds, all mixing together into this like impressive but slightly crazed painting. And given that you guys have now seen the creature, you realize that it was to represent that, the color out of space. And right on the ceiling in the middle, it's just been painted completely black, as if to represent like the black gulf of space in a night sky. They were clearly worshipping this creature in some way, or at least paying homage to it under Father Eli, whether he was leading them astray or not. You're not entirely certain of all his well, all his machinations. Can I can I see if there are any texts about so any any books or you know, anything that Eli might have used to as sermons, uh, stuff like that. Do me an investigation. Can I can I help Rogar look around, look for things? Yeah, sure. So do me with an advantage, Rogar, as you look um, around. Thank you very much. Fourteen. Fourteen. So you guys start like going all around the church and there isn't much here. You get the impression that Father Eli was a bit more of an orator. He would just talk about the knowledge he was being gifted. And you already found his research notes on the sort of things he was looking into. But what you do find within the church is behind the altar, something that he must have kept hold of. You see a small glass box, probably a little bit bigger than both your hands put together. And inside it is a very small shard of what looks like very smooth rock completely silver though like unnaturally so and I say it seems unnaturally smooth as well can I do like an arcana check on it uh sure 22 22 um it doesn't seem magical and the box itself seems pretty normal from giving it a good look over one thing you do notice though with the 22 that's a little bit strange the box is quite big for the item inside of it. And looking at this rock, for lack of a better term, it clearly looks like it's very, very slowly getting smaller. Mm. C- can I pick the box up and throw it at Tommy like it's a hot potato? Yeah, you can do. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to shout hot potatoes at it. Tommy, make me a dex uh, saving throw to see if you can catch it. Fucking hell. <laughs> I don't want to catch it! A 15. 15? Plus 3. Because yeah. he's within 10 feet. <laughs> yeah. Alright, an 18. I'll say that's good <laughs> enough. You just catch it before it shatters on the ground. 
What the fuck, Roger? <laughs> I'm so tempted to lob it back at him. I'm so tempted. <laughs> fuck it, yeah. He's still laughing. I'm going to eat it back at him. <laughs> Rogar, deck save. Oh, man. Dexy man. So we have DC 15. Oh, huh? 21. Jesus. 21. <laughs> Expert catch. You kind of leap backwards like you're trying to uh, catch a football that's been thrown at you. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, you can see it coming, unlike me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you uh, tuck and roll and don't, <laughs> doesn't smash. <laughs> Do we want to smash it, though? Well, I don't know. I mean, the fact it's that it's shrinking, <laughs> though. Maybe, um, you know, somebody with uh, particularly dusty eyes needs to have a look at it. Uh, it's a plan. Uh, is there anything else do we find or should we it's all of relevance in here okay should we make our way back out to Sophia then and um yeah because I didn't go in <laughs> walk outside and just launch it Sophia no, yeah. let's not yes that is exactly what I'm going to do as soon as we get out the door and I see Sophia I'm going to hot potato we are okay. okay we'll see how this goes yeah deck save Sophia oh my god 15 <sighs> If you kill us all with this piss in a barrier, <laughs> I swear to God, after fighting the fucking light, we die <laughs> because Rogar fucking. I'm not even muted. gonna use a monster hunter dice on that shit. I'm gonna be like, nah. I... If he just yeah. looks at it as it hits the ground, like what? As it hits <laughs> yeah. you in the face, you take um, two points of slashing damage from the glass shards. Hell. Um, the the rock bounces off your forehead and just drops onto the ground. <laughs> Shoot him with an arrow. Oh, God. Shoot him with an arrow. You know, so, so yeah. someone punches you in the arm, you punch him back. Um, Arrow, do I want to race an arrow on him? I say, you are more than welcome to try and start a fight out here, but... Oh, she was, she's not starting it. Oh, yeah. She's starting it. <laughs> She took two points of slashing It's not my fault she dropped it. <laughs> you threw it, it at her face. The head. <laughs> oh, Cut her open. Well, it's just one of them, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, you say that, right? You, 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 right. In the morning, right? You get grab a bowl from the from the cupboard and you lob it at your wife and you shout hot potato. And if it cuts her open, you find out whose fault it is. <laughs> I would love to see that. <laughs> I, I might, I might do it to my stepson just because my wife's pregnant. So yeah, but, yeah, you but you see, you do it to your stepson. It's still going to be his fault because he's your stepson. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the rock lands on the floor. The Did fuck it break? Is that? No, it didn't break. Okay. What do you see through your blood, Sophia? Your... Her um, ashes wore off a while ago. Oh, okay. You have to um, reapply. Oh, yeah, it only lasts an hour, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's only once a day as well, if I remember correctly. Oh. I see nothing, mate. It's worn off. Can um, can you apply it to me? Or is it just once a day for one person? Because you apply it to all of us before. Yeah, you can. one person can have it once a day. So Can you, you um, smear it on someone else? Smear it on me? Mm. All right then. Or are you going to punch Rogar first? No, he he healed me earlier. Damn right. This is his pass. <laughs> All right, you're a um a better person than me, Sophia. I'm trying to be a good person. 
Very turn the other cheek. Uh, <laughs> mm, wow. Mm, mm. All right. Yes, yeah, sm- smear that shit on me then. Alright. So you uh, brush some of the ashes across his eyes, and uh, Tommy, when you look down at the rock, you do see like the faint outline of the color that you saw when you fought the creature, this swirling, shifting color. Just very faint, like little traces of it are left on it. And you wonder, having seen the impact and seeing that this thing is getting smaller, maybe this is what originally landed. Maybe the color was attached to it or inside it, you don't know, but... This is what brought the creature down through the ground. Uh, everyone, might want to step back. Okay, we'll take a now? step back. Yeah, I think... How big is it, sorry? Right now, it's um, about the size of your fist. I think this might be the source of our big luminous friend from at the top of the hill. So, seems like we might want to try and do some radiant damage to it. Yeah, maybe that might kill the grey. Okay. Uh, well, Sophia, do you want to shoot it, or shall I lob a dagger at it? Um, Rogar, it's probably not worth a spell slot. I'm going to cast a cantrip on it. Oh, cantrip. Good chat. Sacred flame. But if everyone just steps, like, I don't know, what's your range of sacred flame? 60 feet. If everyone steps, like, you know, 30 feet back, just in case it goes up in a bang. Yeah, yeah. Maybe 40 feet, actually, just to be on the safe side. Okay. So you uh, bomb disposal squad around the uh, rock. Yeah. yeah. As uh, Sophia summons the grey flames of Kalembor, that briefly light the little rock flame. You watch as the radiant damage doesn't just destroy the rock. But you do notice it seems to speed up its degradation. It's now about half the size of your fist. I'm going to keep spamming it then. Okay. Takes about <laughs> four or five goes of your cantrip, but eventually the uh, the rock disappears entirely. Well, that's gone. Anyone seem any better? No. No change to anyone. Bugger. Hmm. Well, it's not leaking out anymore, so... With a bit of luck, it's not gonna it's not gonna reform itself somehow. Yeah, Tommy, you see no more trace of the creature. At least it's gone. Gone and it's properly gone now. Unless there was only one bit of it. Well, I would have thought you found. I would have thought Eli would have kept the rest of it with him. That's true. We didn't find anything on his corpse. We didn't find anything in the mayor's house. We didn't find anything here. I mean, we can start. We've got time to wander around the rest of town if we want. We've got time. Aren't we supposed to see? Lucius. Well, yeah, I mean, after after he's gone, we got up yeah. to up to three days of sitting around in this, you know, place to maybe get used to it. You mean you, you never know? We might we might want to stay. Still, kind of feel like I want to stay. Weird. Three days sitting around here. Well, I don't know. We've got we can do some more exploring. See if we can find anything else. Go back to the um, mayor's house. Rip apart the um, drywall, see whatever we can find. Mm. I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit out of ideas, but let's go. Let's was go the meet mayor up. made out of dust at the in the end? Yeah. Was he? Could no, he... the mayor was a big uh, was he pile good? of. Oh, was, was he big still pile there? Of alien parts and uh, right. yeah. decomposing flesh. Yeah. Right, I don't want the mayor's house then, because I don't want to clean that up. Rogar, do you want to live there? No. <laughs> 
I'd have thought decomposing flesh was right up your alley. Well, actually, to be fair, it probably is. It's more just like I think I think I think Rogo would probably just continue looking for you know anywhere with any kind of. Now I've seen this place and I've read what was on the door. I'd kind of prefer this place. All right. Okay. Um. You know, this place seems like it's up my street and, uh, you know, like, nice place to settle for a while. Okay. Uh, so is the next step uh, seeing Lucius on his way? Yeah, I think so. I mean, can you guys think of anything else? I mean, we, we, we only gave him an hour anyway, didn't we? So we might as well yeah. head back and um, see how he's got on with the horses and stuff. Make sure the horses aren't too badly grayed. Hopefully they're not grayed at all. Well, if he comes back through the town, then they will be. But if he take, if he doesn't, if they don't step onto the grey, they should be fine. Unless that stops taking effect, I don't know. It might not infect anyone new. New now, exactly. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, true. I don't know because the the, the grey has kind of become the white now. But we'll find out anyway. We'll meet, we'll meet him with the horses and see what's going on. Okay. So you head over to the uh, the east gates and a little ways outside, beyond the sort of uh, borders of Bloodhome, you do see Lucius. Um, there with six horses and two carriages. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Five of the horses look a little bit enlarged, and you do recall the um, the discussions that Tessa said about the wildlife being affected. It seems some of these horses, I mean, they're alive and they're not grey, but they certainly may have mutated just a little bit. Not certain whether that's a good or a bad thing looking at them, but they certainly seem a bit larger than a regular horse. As long as they were on. They've evolved into Shire horses. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, like proper Clydesdales or something. <laughs> awesome. But yeah, Lucius is there with the six of them, and he's got four of the horses are like tied to two wagons apiece, and then he's riding one, and then there's another he can kind of lead. He approaches you all and says, These are all the horses that were alive. May have been more earlier, but uh, unfortunately, uh, this is what survived. Hopefully, it will do. Are you going to be okay going by yourself, or well, none of us can go? Obviously, and I doubt Tessa is going to leave Charlie, but maybe Harold might go with you. I don't know. Lucius kind of shrugs and goes, "I have roamed these lands by myself for a long time. I, uh, though I appreciate the offer and the company we've had over the last day or so, I am." Fine, by myself. I will meet up with your people and then return to you all here. Well, cool. Well, thanks, Lucius. Thanks for your help in um, all this madness that's been going on. Uh, and I, I kind of um, basically to t- tell him to speak to Emmerich. And is there something, something I should give him, maybe, so Emmerich trusts him? Hmm. What's something we could give him? Hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I basically, uh, I'm just gonna gonna jot Sending down and. Stone. No, I'm I'm just going to jump. We might need that. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'll I'll just jot down a note for for Lucius uh, to give to Guard Captain Emmerich so that Emmerich trusts him. Is it going to be headed lettering, like saying Agents of Hobo? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I, kind of have to write that out myself because we didn't actually get to the point where we um, had our own stationery made. But yeah. True. Uh, Tell Jeff I say hi. Oh yeah, Jeff's there still, isn't he? Jeff is there. Hopefully. Yes. I have uh, two other Patreon names to drop at some point as well, but I need to find people who aren't going to immediately die. (laughs) 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 
That's so, dedication, um, isn't it? Not immediately killing the people yeah. that. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they oh, might die. We, we, can't, we can't guarantee they. But I'm saying die. immediately. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, for all we know, Jeff's Jeff's living there quite ha- happily. You know, maybe well, he's. he's dead um, now? I, I was I was thinking positively. Maybe you know he's he's met one of the female survivors. He's getting on quite well, or one of the male survivors. We don't know uh-huh. what Jeff's started a whole new life in Milshire. <laughs> exactly. You know, he could it could have been. You know, he's the new could've... barman. Yeah. It's only been a couple of days, but yeah, people get on with things quick. Why not? <laughs> just, just seeing your city burn puts a new perspective on life, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay, so you uh, you hand this uh, note from the agents of Hobo to uh, Lucius, and he goes, I will, well, it should take me, what, about two days, maybe a little longer to get to Milshire and back, especially if I need to uh, instruct your people a little bit on what's going on and fill them in on events. Um, I was thinking uh, perhaps I should not re-enter Bloodhome to meet you all until the grey is faded entirely. Does that uh, make sense? I agree with that. Uh, it seems reasonable. Uh, on the third day, we'll look, look out to the for north. you. Or... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was thinking <laughs> the exact same thing. <laughs> You'll see my light on the hills. And <laughs> um... He does or not, he's like, yes, I will I'll make camp nearby so I'm not too far in case something happens, but uh, yes, I will wait until the grey is faded before I come and collect you all, and then we will go to see Oswald. Uh, makes sense, mate. the grey is going to fade. Uh, if not, then perhaps we must think of a plan B, but let us hope. That's all we can do right now, and we'll keep looking. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell him about the, um, the shard we found as well, that um, Sophia blasted to death. Sacred flame. Mm. Meteorite. Interesting. I mean, perhaps it would have been useful to study, but given given how dangerous that creature was, maybe it was best to dispose of it immediately. Well, well found, though. Well, yeah, it could have... Yeah, fair point, but it seemed like if there was even a chance it might stop the grey spreading any further or maybe even reverse some of it, it was worth a punt. He nods. And like, uh, well... I suppose I best be going. The three of you, be safe. I, I don't know how much worse this infection is going to get for you all, but try to um, about you. I'll proffer a hand. You will uh, go to shake it and then see your hand is all grey and go um, high five from distance, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, yeah I, I thought I was wearing a glove. I normally wear a glove, but your so glove is also grey. Okay, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll do, do an air high five then. Air high five. Um, yeah, sorry, I was just going to um, raise my hand and pray on him and make the noise, wallalo, <laughs> wallalo, just a little prayer. He uh, tips his uh, tiefling horn towards you and goes, oh, thank you. I'm guessing um, his, his clothing didn't change colour, but then he no. saw it because he was already on our side, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should try that to some of our enemies sometimes. Yes. You are a cleric after all, you know. That would be amazing. Yes, the, uh, the 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 famous spell Wallalo. Yeah. If you don't know where we're going from here, this this is all. We're, we're not being offensive to anybody. This are all Age of Empires jokes. And we're really old because that's a really old game. Hey, now. it's people. People still play it, man. People still play it. The um, the HD editions, uh, big seller on Steam. Surprisingly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a good game. 
Yeah. Classic. You know, just do a plug for Age of Empires here, you know. <laughs> if you guys want to sponsor us, Age of Empires, uh, get in touch. <laughs> hey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know what studio makes that anymore. It used to be, was it Ensemble? Um, oh. I think, or I, really I don't, don't know. Remember. Microsoft. I mean, we're, we're probably plugging another studio now, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. All right, well, uh, with that, Lucius will uh, lead the horses out and bid you all farewell. Just watch him go into the distance. Please uh, what, what are the big houses here, then? Are there any other signs of survivors? I'm going back yeah, to the temple. There's, there's plenty of people in the town who mostly are staying at home because they're either badly infected or don't want to get infected. Like People like Tessa were going out to grab uninfected food as best they could scavenge while the uh, the town got slowly more and more consumed by the Grey. Um, but there are other people who did not convert to Father Eli around. Like, the town isn't just a ghost town now, but it is quite reduced in population. Probably about by half, really. Should maybe we Should we maybe make, a, make an announcement to the townsfolk? I certainly can do, as the uh, morning light comes up after a while. I think that might be a good idea. I'll maybe make... make my, um, well, I'm going to make my way into the, to the town square. Step over the ashes of Father Eli and the yeah. congregation that died there. Avoid yeah. the melting puddle of uh, Jericho. <laughs> and yeah, I say something along the lines of "Faithful of Bloodhome, we've, as some of you probably saw outside your houses, we have killed Father Eli. We've killed Jericho and many of those who followed them." The rest perished when we killed the creature as tainted these lands with the grey. Father Eli also had managed to turn the mare into an abomination. That abomination too now lies dead. We are agents of a Varadin special agency called Hobo. We've placed this town under our protection until this grey has gone. We believe, after killing this creature, that it should fade within the next few days. But until such time, we impose a quarantine on this town for you to stay inside your homes. Now we may pop round at some point, have a little word, see how you're getting on. If you need to get food, please signal us from your windows or doors and we will discuss the options with you. But for this time, I'd just like to say you're all welcome and you should be able to return to your normal lives shortly. I'm just, can I just, yeah, I just want to add to that. People of Bloodhome, never fear, your temple will be open. And I, Clownless Rogar, or Rogar McLeod, will be giving sermons daily. I look forward to seeing you. Bye-bye now. Yeah, you don't have to go to those. Those aren't part of the official quarantine. But if you fancy it, whatever. I will punch Tommy in the face. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'll just give him a dig in the ribs as he walks past me to try and say, uh, uh, what is he saying, that kind of stuff. Like, 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 you know, gentle ribbing. Yeah, that's that's that, that's all right. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there will be thinking... special exemption for churches. <laughs> yeah, Ch- going to church. Yeah, totally going to save you. 
one hour of um, exercise a day as well. <laughs> yeah, but who's who are the key workers? Well, there 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 kind of aren't any. Nah, Rogar, well, Rogar's the key worker here, the priest, <laughs> and 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 us clearly because we're allowed to wander around. Mm. And anyone infected with the grey already is a key worker because can't Why get not? it again. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, well, as you make your proclamations to the town and like some a lot of people did like come out to the square and listen to you all and then they start murmuring and some in agreement some are a bit like who the fuck are these people and they start dissipating off um about 60 percent of them listen to your quarantine and stay indoors the other 40 percent just wander around picking shit up and doing whatever they want yeah okay sounds about right Rogar in the chest and going you can't tell me what to do etc etc <laughs> <laughs> if any of them actually do poke me in the chest, I, can I just break their finger? Sure. Um, I mean, I mean yeah. instantly, I will just take their take their finger and break it. It's it's it's, 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 funny, it's, it's, it's funny how much how much easier a, a group of murder hobos would have enforcing a quarantine than a government does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, with the uh, hopefully temporary blood home quarantine in place. I think that's where we're going to end tonight's episode. <laughs> that was a oh, weird one, dude. It was a weird one. I mean, I mean, fuck, man, we still got the grey. <laughs> I just, I'm just not looking forward to tomorrow. And, uh, Lucius has run off with your horses. Bye, suckers. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to happen as well, isn't it? I just have a feeling. <laughs> He's uh, maybe. Back. Maybe. Oh. We'll find out. I hope, hope not. He, he seems seems like a reasonably trustworthy guy, and I'm also keen to meet um, Oswald. So mm. hopefully he'll be back, and yeah. hopefully we won't all die to the grey before that happens. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see how all that goes down in the next episode, which is episode ninety nine. Oh, oh yes, <laughs> episode ninety nine. Yeah. So. uh Thank you for joining us, everyone. I hope you enjoyed as we get one step closer to episode 100. And if you enjoyed the show, come chat with us on Twitter. I am there as at Trees and Noah. My players are there with their player names and GTMP at the end of it. You can also find us on Patreon if you want to subscribe in some sort of way there. Give us a tip and uh, let us know how much you enjoy the show. We're on there at patreon.com slash GTNP. And if you uh, just check out our website, we have a WordPress website for Gunpowder Trees and No Plot. And we have a Facebook group, also Gunpowder, Treason, No Plot. And uh, I will turn it over to my co-hosts to say their own little goodbyes. As usual, if you've enjoyed hearing my voice, as much as I enjoy hearing my own voice, you can find me on Lost Art Podcasting and Lost Art Wrestling Podcast. They're available on all good podcast providers, and you can follow them on Twitter at Lost Art Podcast and at LOW Podcast. And maybe one day, you'll find me in the Red Scar Cafe on Red Scar Business Estate in Preston, Lancashire, the UK. Social distancing is advised. And if you want to hear more from me, I'm afraid you can't. But interestingly, um, apparently people do enjoy my jokes. So um, I will... When you say people... I say our listeners, you out there, those of you who've decided to to contact me about it anyway, um, do enjoy the jokes. I will keep doing at least one joke at the end of each episode. But a couple of people have... um, given me some options of things to do one of which um well, in fact i like both options um one of which i think i might leave because i think um flo is going to be running out soon of her alphabet hey, um the um go again you could do true you could do but if, if you if, if you wanted to 
if you wanted to, you could also do the the word of the week option, which I think is a really good option, uh, which we could tie back to um, to the episode pre- perhaps before or to something that's happened earlier in the podcast. I really like that idea. And the other option was um, Tommy's dic- Dictionary of Implements of Bodily Harm, uh, which I think is what, what I'm going to go with now, um, going through the alphabet and um, with Tommy discussing some of his favourite weapons. Feels like something Tommy would do. So um, over to Tom. Well, so obviously the first letter of the alphabet, Sophia, I do know my fucking alphabet, is A for axe. I see the axe is a simple household tool, but it can be wielded quite easily by, you know, everyone from your greatest warriors right down to your lowliest peasants. Uh, it's also a traditional weapon of the dwarves and the little buggers. I've got all kinds of fancy ones, you know, great big axes, make them feel bigger and taller and stuff. Um, but me, though, I take a nice balanced hatchet. Something you can, you know, you can take a limb off with or you can even throw it in a pinch. I'm a, you know, I'm a bit of a more of a nimble guy. I like a weapon I can do multiple things with and an axe. Yeah, I've not used one for many years. It's not about a shout when you're in trouble and you need to grab some it that you can find in most sheds and finally for my joke what do you call a thousand year old fae don't know a millennial god oh, oh, jesus <laughs> thank you very much <sighs> you by the way i just i just i feel like you're missing out on my shit eating grin as i tell you these jokes so just imagine it <laughs> thanks <laughs> Oh, but you're also wrong. Today's letter is the letter W, Tommy, which is Wank. for <laughs> Warg, which is a monstrous wolf-like predator that delights in hunting and devouring creatures weaker than itself. Goblins and hobgoblins use them as mounts, but a warg will turn on its rider if it feels mistreated or malnourished. Mm-mm. Good to know. Made famous by um, that fight in Lord of the Rings when Aragorn is... Um thrown into the river by the wargs. Mm-hmm. Very cool creatures. All right, well, once again, thank you for joining us, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. See ya. Ta-ra. Hey there. I'm Emily. I'm Erica. And we're your new best friends, whether you like it or not. <laughs> Listen to Grow Out of It every Sunday to make fun of us, as all best friends should, while we read our old creative writing from our childhoods. There's a first time for everything, the magnified voice (laughs) replied. Mm -hmm. My name is Morgus, and I will destroy you. (laughs) Classic Morgus. Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce, easy to listen. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects that you heard within this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so make sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.